Hello and welcome to the F1 Funcast, the only Formula One podcast designed to teach your host all the things about Formula One they wouldn't teach me in school. I'm James Messer, you're riding on board with me today. What do you say we turn those lights out and get this party started? Yes, hello, welcome back. Thank you for joining me here today on the F1 Funcast, the Formula One podcast for beginners who want to learn along with me about the sport of Formula One motor racing. So, I really appreciate you joining me here today. You know, if you haven't been on the podcast before, you haven't listened before, um, I have a very limited knowledge of Formula One, but I certainly enjoy talking about it, learning about it, sharing things between friends, between new friends, between family, whoever out there might hear this and want to participate in the podcast in any way. I'd love for you to get in touch with me. The best way is at f1funcast at gmail.com or at tw- on Twitter at f1funcast or on Instagram at f1funcast. So what we're going to do today, I think, is um, for some reason I got the idea that I wanted to look up and learn about all the different flags you see on the side of the track during a Formula One race and what they all mean. I know for most of you, you know what they all are, and there's many of them that I knew what they were as well, but I thought it would be neat to go through and check them all out in case any of these funky ones that I found here ever pop up. We might be able to know what that means. You might be able to sound smart talking to your other casual friends and let them know, hey, that that uh, that flag means look out for the, the little animal on the road, so... I thought it would be neat to take a look at those today, and um, if you if you hear this and you know more flags that aren't in use, or that are in use, or fla- you know, more definitions of what these flags are used for, you know, uh, I'd love to know about it. I'd love to find out more. My, like I always say, I know very little. I'm just trying to learn here. I'm just trying to put this out into the world so that I can learn more and get feedback from you. That's that's why we're here. That's why I'm doing it. And um, I'd like to start with uh, some flag stuff. What do you say? So I think what I'm going to do here is start with the more common flags that you might see waved at a uh, Formula One weekend, and then we'll work our way down to some of the less common scenarios. So... We'll start with uh, just a yellow yellow flag. What I'm on uh, Formula One Wiki, so if you hear this and you realize this is a garbage site and they're tricking me, let me know. I don't like being tricked. So what they tell me on this site is uh, the yellow flag, which you know we see almost every weekend, is the meaning can vary depending on the way it is waved and how many are waved. So a single yellow flag means overtaking is prohibited due to danger off the track. A speed reduction is required. A double-waved yellow flag means overtaking prohibited due to danger on the track. A specific speed reduction is added in order to increase driver's lap time to around 35% less than a normal dry lap time. So, the yellow flag means you better slow down a little bit. And you better slow down. If you see two of them, you better really take it easy because there's something... On the track, you got to slow it down. There's dangers ahead. What is it? Trouble ahead, trouble behind. But yellow flag, I think we all know, uh, means caution, 
slow it down. I didn't realize double yellow meant something on the track and a single yellow meant something off the track. I think that's pretty neat um, to find that out. And the reduction in speed is added in order to increase a driver's lap time to 35% less than a normal dry lap. So I'm sure there's numbers coming in from the, the pit over the radio letting you know you know you got to bring it down to this much and they're telling you what those hazards are ahead so the yellow we see it fairly often not the biggest deal in the world let's move on and so the next thing that comes up on this site is the safety car board um and we see safety cars you usually see them once or twice a race i would say from what i noticed you know again you guys know a lot more than i do Maybe safety cars aren't as common as I've seen, or maybe I'm not noticing they're out there three, four times a race. But here's the de definition of the safety car board. is The safety car is put out on the track when an incident blocks a track or leaves a lot of debris. Drivers stay behind the safety car until marshals have cleared up, have it cleared up. They just didn't. This is poor, poor writing on Formula One Wiki here. It says... Safety car until the marshals have cleared up. I suppose that's right, but I would have said the marshals have cleared it up. But anyway, this is a lot of this with me. But a virtual safety car is for more minor incidents where no safety car is on the track, but drivers must slow down to a required delta. The board is always accompanied by a single waving yellow flag. So there you go. But we just talked about the yellow flag. You're going to see the yellow flag and a safety car. You really, you'd really have to be some kind of jerk to keep bombing through there. Probably get banned. We're going to go into that sometime next week, what it takes to be um, disqualified and suspended and things like that. And, and who's who's got the reputation of being a bad boy or the bad team. The rule breakers. I've seen some great YouTube videos, but um, that's not for this week. This week we're talking flags, so we'll talk bad boys in the future. I, I promise you that. Next up, we've got the... Uh, the striped red and yellow flag. It's pretty cool. It looks like some sort of war flag for for a nation that just has a peaceful flag. This looks like pretty pretty hardcore with the stripes and the yellow and the red. Very intimidating. If I was flying into your sailing into your port and you were flying this yellow and red striped flag, I'd, I'd buzz off. But anyway, that this comes out when uh, the slippery track due to oil, water, or loose debris. Now this is the part I really like about this striped flag is it can be rocked from side to side, not waved, rocked, to indicate a small animal on track. So, you know, if you see someone out there, if you're at a Formula One event in the future, or you're watching at home, and you see somebody rocking that, rocking that striped red and yellow flag, keep your eye out. It could be, I don't know, a meerkat, some kind of small animal has made its way onto the track and they just want to they're really just trying to point out to you that hey there's a cute animal out there be careful we don't want to we don't want to run it down and also look at how cute it is it's probably you know these these races happen all over the world there's you know aardvarks and meerkats and raccoons and all sorts of stuff probably find their way onto the track um i imagine in all seriousness it's more you know chipmunks squirrels birds things like that but could you imagine just some uh some little red panda finding its way out onto the to the formula one track i think i think some of these drivers would slow down to try to take pictures on the way by you know a little selfie 
with that raccoon before they before they took off again. But uh, yeah, so that's the red and yellow stripe. So it's a slippery track, usually oil or loose debris, but if you see it getting rocked back and forth like a little baby, it's because there's a cute little animal out there. And uh, we want to make sure that animal sees tomorrow morning and knows who made it to the podium. So take it easy around that corner. Next, uh, you see the green flag, which we see, you know, normal racing conditions apply. This is always shown following a yellow flag to indicate that the hazard has passed. So that little meerkat found its way off the track. It's now up at the concession stands getting some nachos. Go ahead and continue to keep racing. Or the debris or the oil, whatever the hazard was, part of Yuki Sonoda's bumper, whatever it was, it's gone now. Keep racing. No big deal. But it always comes out after the yellow. And it's always shown at the start of the first session of the day. So I imagine, you know, FP1, they're out there uh, waving the green flag. We're, we're underway here. So nothing too adventurous or surprising there about the, the green flag. And then, so we'll move on to the blue flag, which if you're a Williams fan, a AlphaTauri fan, you see a lot of blue flags, I imagine... You get comfortable with blue flags in your life if you're, you're some of those teams. Because <clears throat> what the blue flag is, is a blue flag indicates that the driver in front, who is one or more laps down, must let faster cars pass. We know that, right? You see the blue flag, you got to let these cars, you're too slow, move it over. These cars are actually racing, why don't you just, you know, move over. If the car ignores three consecutive blue flags, a penalty is assessed to the driver. In practice and qualifying, this is shown when the car is hindered by a slower car. So if you ignore three blues, you're getting a penalty. You're not letting someone go by. Now, that's something I wonder about, like, in the past. Has anyone, I mean, is it a faux pas? I'm sure it's more than a faux pas. Probably people get very angry. But could you, as a lapped car, stick your nose into the into the outcome of a race? If there's, if there's faster cars passing you, could you jam them up? I mean... If it was only for a little bit of coin or a place in the next, you know, a, a grid penalty, but you really didn't like Team A and you could kind of ignore those blue flags, has, has that happened? Have you, has anyone out there, let me know if you've ever heard of that at f1funcast at gmail.com or on Twitter. I'd be interested to know if that ever happens. If a, if a lapped car is ever, you know, you're having a bad day, you're, you're in traffic, they're telling you to let this guy by, you don't like guy number one, so... You're going you're gonna to slow them up a little bit, jam them up a little bit, so your buddy there in uh, driver B can can catch up and make it a race again. I wonder. I wonder if that's ever happened. Let me know. That would be really interesting to me. That's, it sounds like a jerk move, a really jerky thing to do, but I bet it's happened. All right, so here's where we start to have a little bit more offbeat and interesting uh, flags going on here. The white flag indicates... A slow-moving vehicle ahead, often waved on the last corner during free practice when drivers are doing practice starts. That makes sense, right? You're pulled over to the side. You're doing practice starts. We don't need people rear-ending you. But also used when miscellaneous vehicles, such as a medical car or ambulances on track. So, that's got to be something, right? To You're out there trying to put in a good lap. You see that white flag going. And you know you're not where they're doing practice starts. So what what could be out there on the track? You know, you would think there'd be cautions and there would be radio chatter. But imagine just getting that white flag and you look over and there's an ambulance or there's the EMT or 
I don't know, construction workers could be on the side of the road. Why, why are there miscellaneous vehicles on the track at all without proper notification? But I guess back in the day, that was um, that was a pretty common way to let you know that something was afoot up ahead. There's something on the track that you're not expecting. Slow moving, not stopped. You know, you're not in on a caution. But there's something ahead that you got to keep your eyes open for. I, I remember hearing about, I think it was the Japanese Grand Prix. I know someone, there's a tragic accident and there was a crane on the track. If someone could um, enlighten me a little bit more about what happened and what went wrong that day. Because I remember last year, the 2022 Japanese Grand Prix, there was talk again. It was similar conditions, very wet. And I'm wondering if that, you know, is that a white flag situation where there was something else on the track? Or is that, I mean, you would think if something that hazardous is on, they'd be pulling you in instead of just waving a white flag. So I'm just curious when that's practically being used other than um, practice start in, F, in free practice. But then that brings me into the next flag I'm looking at here, which is the red, solid red which uh, session is suspended or stopped due to imminent danger to competitors or spectators or due to bad weather. All cars go right to the pits. And that makes sense. You know, that's like the red light. Something's going on here. There's a danger. It could be, I don't know, thunderstorms. could be something. I can picture, you know, a million different things. There's an earthquake. There's uh, something going on. You need to get everyone off the road immediately and get them to safety the red flag is out so interesting i haven't seen a red flag yet in my uh that might not be true i might not have noticed a red flag i think we might have had a red flag in 2022 um that i didn't see maybe it's more common than i realized but i'm going to be keeping my eyes out for that when they have these really wet sessions if they believe that red flag to end it i always kind of figured <clears throat> it would go to a caution and then they just kind of call you in but I guess those red flags go out when it comes from the top that we need to get you we need to get you home right now all right so then here's one I would love to see um, the black flag of doom they call it the black flag on here but that's the driver is disqualified, must return to pits immediately. This flag is accompanied with the driver's race number and probably also a frowny, poopy face emoji for whatever you did to get the black flag. And I've seen some great YouTube videos of people ignoring the black flag. Um, maybe we'll do an episode coming up about disqualifications. Like I said, with the bad boys and things that have gone wrong, people who don't, you know... Uh, play by the rules necessarily i'd like to do that i'd like to do one on uh, rule breakers and i think people who ignore the black flag would definitely fall into that category it could be pretty interesting and yeah i think i think that's a good one i think maybe sometime in the near ter in the near future we'll be doing an episode on the the bad boys of formula one and hopefully we see some people who ignore that black flag um, then the next one down is like a black flag with an orange circle in the middle. Almost if you picture a Japanese flag for Halloween. That's kind of what I'm seeing here with this one. 
black flag, orange circle in the middle, and that's letting you know that your car is damaged or driver has a mechanical problem and must return to the pits as soon as possible. The flag is accompanied with the driver's race number. So that's like when I'm driving around and my gas cap is open or my mirrors dangling off the side of my car, which have both happened before. And this is the equivalent of the guy next to me flashing his lights at me or waving it, waving me down, telling me, hey, your, your tire's a little flat there, buddy. You gotta... So that happened to me the day I moved into our new place out here in California. I'm thinking like, hey, this is going to be great. I'm going to go check out the neighborhood. And my very first interaction with a neighbor was, uh, I thought he was waving at me, just being friendly. And, you know, this isn't necessarily the friendliest part of San Diego. But I was like, hey, look at this guy being friendly. And he, I rolled the window down and the, this guy... There are a few swears in there and a few names, but you, your tire's about to fall off. You got no air in your back right tire, man. And he went on and on and on, and I thought, you know, I'm going to have to move. And turns out this guy is a neighbor of mine and one of the nicest, nicest guys I've ever met. He's barbecues every weekend, and he's a big family, and he's a great guy, but man, how embarrassing. Your first interaction, you rolled on the window to say, hey, what's up? And he tells you, you know, you're driving around with a tire that was, and he was right. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have made it. I was heading, you know, 20 miles away. I wouldn't have made it five miles, but so that's what we're dealing with here on the F1 Funcast too, in terms of my car, um, acumen. So let's not pretend this is some sort of, uh, some sort of mechanical wonky talk here. This is basically the guy who needs to get to the closest air pressure checker to uh, to make it to work so but yeah that was my first my first time first interaction with someone in the state of california was them t- probably saving my life because i was about to get on the five lane freeway with a tire that was uh as deflated as tom brady's footballs does that still play no he's retired he's an old man tom brady anyway that's not that's not we got a couple more flags let's talk about those then the second to last one here is the half black half white and I like that they went with the diagonal, like 1990s style, early 90s, late 80s, like diagonal. They could have chopped it in the middle. They could have made a horizontal line. They could have made. They could have done anything they wanted. They did the diagonal, black and white, half black, half white flag. I think it looks great. Maybe the best one. If I was going to make one of these flags into a piece of clothing, this might be the one. But this warns a driver for unsportsmanlike behavior. Maybe followed by the black flag of doom upon further infringement accompanied by the driver's race number and a big thumbs down from everyone in the stadium so if you're getting this if you're getting this uh this flag half black half white you're doing something wrong you're running people into the walls you're you're doing something wrong and again we'll we'll look into that more about the things that can go wrong in a formula one race and we'll look into that more with um the bad boys of racing and i'm sure we'll see some black and white flags followed by the Black Flag of Doom, which I'm very excited about seeing at some point this season, I hope. Can you remember the last Black Flag uh, out there? Can anyone email me or, or tweet me the last time they saw a Black Flag? would be, I'd be interested to know if it's something you see once a year, once every 10 years. Is it the equivalent of, you know, someone getting tossed out of an NBA game? Or is it the equivalent of, like, you know, you've got to be the Ron Artest 
Indiana Pacers in Detroit to get the black and white flag. Because there's different levels of sportsman like I'd be interested to know if how often how often we see this stuff come out. But like with this podcast, we're about to hit the checkered flag. And the checkered flag indicates the session is completed and practice and qualifying. It means drivers are not allowed to start laps, but they are allowed to complete laps. We all know that. I think uh, you don't have to be a race fan to recognize or uh, know what a checkered flag means. And I'm sure by now everyone's seen the the video of Apple CEO Tim Cook with the least enthusiastic checkered flag. Come on, man. Like... If you're going to do a checkered flag, if you get that honor at a Formula 1 race, you should be you should be swinging that thing and I'd be flying off the handles like the ultimate warrior back in the day. You know, I'd be bouncing off the ropes swinging the checkered flag and this guy looked like he couldn't even hold it up. He looked like it was the heavy like Mr. Burns, you know in the Simpsons when they have Mr. Burns like try to lift anything heavier than a pencil. My goodness, man. Come on. Like if you guys gotta wave the checkered flag at a Formula One race, you gotta you gotta have something. You gotta have a little moxie, Tim. You really let me down, Tim. But uh, so that's my look today at the at the different flags you see. Again, if you guys see any flags out there that I forgot about, that I should know about, that are unique, that I got wrong, if this website is no good, let me know. But I thought it would be fun today. I had a little fun talking uh, flags and the different types of things you can see with these flags at a Formula One race. And I think I think one of our next ones, too, is going to be about the markings, all the markings on the racetrack itself. I think it would be fun to go through all the different markings and signage and, you know, everything there is on track would be a lot of fun to get into, and hopefully we can expand some of our knowledge base when it comes to that next week. So, um Again, we're, we're looking forward to the, the Australian Grand Prix this weekend. I'm hoping to maybe get somebody on the line with me for a preview on uh, Thursday or Friday, so keep an eye out for that. But uh, maybe we'll uh, hopefully we'll do some bad boy of racing talk coming up this week. Keep an eye out for that and some uh, track markings too. I'd like to look into that. I'll start my research for you guys. And I, again, I'd really I want to thank you for listening to this and joining me here. And I'd appreciate any any kind of information. If you guys have links, if you have pages, if you have your own podcast, your own blogs, things I can listen to, things I can watch, I'd really appreciate it. Share it with me, and just let's have a. I'm gonna have a fun year doing this, and hopefully this is just the beginning. And I look forward to talking Formula One, all different aspects of it, with uh, all you listeners going forward. So again, thanks again. Get in touch at. F1 Funcast at Gmail or on Twitter, Instagram, etc. I hope you guys have a great couple of days. And um, mail me in those predictions for the for the Aussie Grand Prix. I'd love to know. I'd love to to really get into some of these. I'd love to read them on air and know what you think. Is Red Bull going to run away with it, or are we looking at maybe some of the gap closure? So, thanks for listening, and we'll get back to you guys soon. Take care.